Has this ever happened to you? You spent hours, even days, crafting the perfect plan for your project or for your week. And then, when you start doing the work, nothing goes as planned. Hi, my name's Lena. I'm recovered planner addict, and today we'll get you to stop procrastinating through planning. Welcome to the Multipassionate Compassionate Podcast with me, Lena Chervenkova. Here we talk about how to run your heart-centered business with grace and style and how to create a simple, happy, purposeful life around it just the way you want it. You're listening to episode 19. They say that no battle plan survives contact with the enemy, in this case the enemy being the real world. So what do you do when your perfect plan fails? You sit down with a cup of jasmine tea and do the whole perfect planning thing all over again. And yet another day has passed and you're no closer to getting anything done. You start following the new plan and the same thing happens again. See where I'm going with this? If you've been around me long enough, you should know by now that there is no such thing as perfect anything. Here's a little story for you. I created my first planner when I was 12 years old. It was a simple daily schedule for my summer vacation when I was staying with my grandma And that thing had me waking up at six in the morning during my summer vacation. But I digress. My point is that ever since that time, I've always loved planners and planning. So imagine my joy a couple of years ago when I found the bullet journal method. I was so excited to dive into it. My misorganizing things in third grade brain found the perfect, here's that word again, system to bring order to my universe. What I didn't know back then is that the bullet journal can be a great planning tool as well as a huge procrastination time-sucking black hole. No, no, it's not that bullet journaling is bad. It's an amazing method of organizing your life. But if you type the hashtag bullet journal in Instagram, what you'll find there are these beautifully sketched art journals with some dates and text in them. And that's what got me at first. Just like you, I have many creative passions and sketching is one of them. I instantly loved this endless drawing, brush lettering, scrapbooking party. It took me almost a year to notice that all I was ever doing was planning things without ever following through and doing the real work. I was addicted to planning. If you watch how to bullet journal video, you'll notice that Ryder Carroll, the creator of the method, keeps things really simple and uses the pages to organize his life and work quickly and efficiently. His planning method serves a purpose. The planning is just one tiny step of his creative process and not the creative process itself. What so many creative people, including me, have done is to make bullet journaling the purpose of the planning. Or, in other words, they are planning for the sake of the planning, not for the purpose of completing a project or achieving a goal. Now, there's nothing wrong with sketching in your journal. If you need a creative output, use your hobby time to glue down tiny stars onto your bullet journal pages all you want. Or if you decide to focus your business on your bullet journal like Miss Cara from Boho Berry did, by all means, give it all the time you want. But if you are a jewelry designer or a vegan cupcake baker or a recipe developer or a student or any type of content creator, really, are journaling your precious time away while justifying it as planning your next project or planning your day is procrastination, plain and simple. I'm a recovered planner addict now. And by the way, the word addict added to anything should ring an alarm bell in your head, no matter how warm and fuzzy your bullet journal makes you feel inside. Especially if it makes you feel so good that you forget the real goal here. Research and planning are a sneaky form of procrastination. One way to avoid procrastination through them is to measure your results, not the time you spent working on a project. 
Also, use them as a tool towards your goals, something to be done quickly at the beginning or the end of each day, week, month or before you start a project. So how are you using your planner and how many projects have you finished last year? Be honest with yourself, but please don't despair. Here's how to stop using your bullet journal or planning in general as a procrastination tool and finally get things done and achieve your goals. Number one, plan quickly. You need to focus on the results you want in life and on your goals. Planning is just one stage of any project and the quicker you do it, the better. You need to spend more time on the activities that will create more valuable content and give you financial and emotional freedom and less time on fidgeting with the headline of your weekly spread. Do what you need to do to plan quickly. Restrict your planning time when you're working on a project, the quicker the better, and embrace minimal bullet journaling if you still want to use your notebook to plan your days. Number two, get digital. If you've been using your paper journal for planning your project, start using Asana instead. Or do a research and find out which project management tool will work best for your needs. A paper notebook is good for capturing ideas, but it's not a good place for dynamic action plans. When working on a long-term project, you don't want to worry if a page is pretty enough for Instagram. You need to start ASAP, get things done, keep things moving and change and adapt your action steps as needed. If you prefer to write things down, get a whiteboard. Or if you can't do that, just get whiteboard marker and write on your window glass. I always feel extra beautiful, mind smart when I do that. I use a whiteboard and a plain A4 notebook to plan, capture ideas, write first drafts, jot things down and so on. And immediately after I'm done writing, I transfer tasks to Asana, long-term plans to Google Calendar and my drafts and action plans to OneNote. Number three, embrace scrapbooking as a hobby. If you love bullet journaling for the drawing, the glitter and the calligraphy pens, dedicate time to art journaling. If you feel you need that downtime with your journal, schedule an hour after dinner to doodle, catch and get to that fluffy, cozy place pen and paper usually gets you to. Make bullet journaling or art journaling your own relaxing bedtime routine if you wish. Turn it into a hobby and enjoy it in your free time. Planner Addict isn't a badge of honor. I know how tempting it is to draw your weekend away while binge-watching Anne with an E again. Never done that, by the way. Nope. But this isn't helping you long term. If you need the rest and the me time, by all means, take it. But please, please, please don't hide your fear to start work and finish a project behind its planning stage. As with almost anything on earth, too much of a good thing can lead you to the dark side. And we have enough Sith Lords as it is, so keep your Jedi wits about you and focus on what you do best and what will ultimately help you create the life you truly want. Remember, even the best plan is absolutely worthless if you don't follow it through. And usually the problem isn't not enough planning. Once you know where to start, the problem is that you doubt yourself and fear the huge task in front of you. And this is normal. So the best plan is drafted quickly, has clear initial bite-sized steps to get you started, specific milestone goals so you know where you're going without getting overwhelmed, and a measurable end goal. Oh, and it's easy to change and expand as you go along and do the work. The best plan isn't the one that gives you all the steps at once. This is called a tutorial. It's the one that gives you a clear idea how to start quickly, get results, draft the next steps and repeat until you reach a specific and measurable goal. So if you're a planner addict, here are your action steps for today. First, simplify your planning method so you can plan quickly and start getting things done ASAP. 
And number two, schedule our journaling time to be creative and relax with your journal. And this is it for today. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Multipassionate Compassionate Podcast. If you want more, you can subscribe to my weekly happy mail and get some good thoughtful vibes delivered directly to your inbox every Friday. You can also catch up on past podcast episodes on the blog. As always, all links are in the show notes. Thanks again, have a great week and I'll talk to you next time.